What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Saturday morning episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralta, at Sports Talk. Matt, to follow me across all socials. This podcast is brought to you by OmahaStakes.com and that semi-annual sale going on right now. Juice in the promo code, in the search bar, rather, gets you, with that promo code, $30 off your order with the semi-annual sale going on right now at OmahaStakes.com. Okay, so a losing night. We haven't had one of those for a couple of days. So a losing night. One and two, uh, the Washington State bet was bad. I knew Colorado's defense was bad. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Kick return for a touchdown, fumble return for a touchdown, flea flickers, big plays. Oh, oh my, hit 35 points at halftime and I shut it off. Don't even know what the final was, but... I saw a bunch of people who were taking Colorado. I knew they were going to lose out and I knew better than take that bet. That's just, I got cute. So sorry on that. Hockey's been kind of cold. We're going to stay away from hockey officially here today on that. Lost the hockey bet. Uh, three, two final there with Buffalo. And then we did get the under for the Cavaliers. That trend continues with the Cavaliers under taking on teams from the Eastern conference at home. That under trend has continued. So one and two day down 1.35 units on the day. Okay. That takes us to Saturday. Got four plays for you. I'll give you a couple of personal plays. You can jump on a, a hockey personal play and a college football personal play, but let's start with the four official plays going on the board here today. This is North Carolina on the road at Clemson, catching seven and a half points. The hook matters, all right? Seven, don't like it. Seven and a half, I like it. Look, Drake May is going to go over his passing prop today, all right? So we're going to get that. We're going to catch that, which is really good. But the Drake May Heisman Trophy candidacy is dead. He's not going to win the Heisman, but... He has a chance to take on Clemson against an NFL caliber type defense and put up big numbers. This is a big game for North Carolina. We have a Carolina team that's been pretty good on the road. ATS two and one on the year. They beat Duke by two at home last week. A little bit of a scare there, but the last time they had a scare was back against Appalachian state where they're laying 19 and a half points and they won by six and they turned around and beat Minnesota by 18. Now I don't think they're going to beat Clemson by 18, but they have won two games in a row and Clemson is three and three ATS at home. I don't love Clemson's offense. Their defense is good, but I don't love it. And Carolina's defense has been at times somewhat decent. Six and four ATS on the year for North Carolina, four and six ATS for Clemson on the year. They have covered their last two games, both against Notre Dame and Georgia Tech at home. But this passing attack for North Carolina, I think could do some damage. I think they can keep the game close within a touchdown, taking Carolina plus seven and a half up against Clemson on the road here for 1.1 units. Now, Let's go to Georgia. Georgia on the road against Tennessee. There are a couple of games, two plays actually I'll give you, that aren't necessarily like in-depth into the weeds, looking at the numbers, and more like more or less, I don't want to call them gut plays, but just really what I think is going to happen. I, I don't need to explain much that Georgia is much better than Tennessee. Once this number came down below 10, I loved it. Okay. I was like, all right, you get me below 10. I think George is going to go into Tennessee, into Knoxville. And yeah, maybe in the first half, it might be a little close and it might be a touch scary, 
but I don't think Tennessee has the horses to keep up with Georgia for four quarters. Georgia, this is the last test for them before the, they'll play Georgia Tech next week. They'll kill them and then they'll go on to the ACC championship, sort of the SAC championship game. Well, they'll play Alabama, which is going to be a really tough game, as we know. But I don't want to call this like a tune up game, but I definitely think they're going to want to work on some things. They're going to want to keep Brock Bowers healthy as well, but I think they'll get a lead here, go up relatively big in the second half, and then look to maybe take their foot off the gas here a little bit. That's why I like the 10 under 10 at nine and a half. I don't want to play around and be like, yeah, this would be a great idea. I am really really curious to watch and see how georgia comes out quickly here again nine and a half not ten these numbers really do matter to me okay i don't like ten i want nine and a half georgia on the road is one and two tennessee at home is four and one ats that's why these numbers matter but they just lost to missouri by 29 points they got housed Going in the wrong direction. Not what you want. They beat UConn. They beat Kentucky. They lost to Alabama by 14. That's not good. Against Ole Miss, Georgia at home, won by 35. Against Missouri, they beat them by nine. Common opponent, Missouri killed Tennessee. Missouri lost to Georgia. They beat Florida by 23 and covered. They've covered two of their last three games. On the road, they didn't cover against Vanderbilt, but they're laying 32 and a half, laying 14 against Auburn. We faded Georgia there because I like the Auburn spot and we cashed that ticket there. But this is only the third true road game for Georgia. Tough place to play, but it's now go time for Carson Beck in this offense. I'm going to lay the nine and a half Georgia laying nine and a half points for 1.1 units. Now, the other game, which I think is somewhat of a feel play, is Michigan on the road against Maryland. If Jim Harbaugh was coaching this game, I'm not so sure I would lay 19 points. But since he's not coaching this game, and the emotion that the team showed against Penn State without him, without their coach, the anger that they feel inside the program about what's going on to Jim Harbaugh, and the fact that he's not going to be on the sidelines against Ohio State coming up next week, this all of a sudden becomes a really big game for Michigan. They're 4-0 ATS on the road this season. Maryland is 2-4 at home ATS. Michigan is 5-1-1 ATS against the Big Ten. Maryland's three and four last week against Penn state on the road, four and a half point favorites. They won by nine against Purdue at home. They were laying 31 and they won by 28, but the four previous games before that won by 49, 45, 42 and 38. I expect more of the similar here against Maryland. I think they run the ball right down Maryland's throat. And I don't think Maryland scores many points at all against Michigan's defense. I'm going to leave the 19 points. Michigan minus 19 for 1.1 units. And the last play officially is a somewhat of a controversial play, but I think it's the right side. Washington's on the road against Oregon State. And you're going to say, oh, take Washington. My goodness, they're undefeated. They're just, you know, they're catching a point. They're dogs. Here's the problem. I think Oregon State's going to run the ball straight down Washington's throat, and I think they're going to play keep away. Now, Washington's got a quick strike offense, okay? They get the ball, they get the ball, they can score very quickly. 
I just don't think they're going to do that against Oregon State's defense on the road where it's going to be chilly in Corvallis. It's a hard place to play. It's not a very fun place to play for visitors to go there. You got DJU at the quarterback spot. I think you can really cause some problems. Oregon State's 4-1 and one ATS at home this season. Washington's 2-2 two and two ATS on the year. Oregon State beat Stanford by 45 points last week. They beat Colorado. They lost to Arizona on the road, but they beat UCLA. They beat Cal. They beat Utah. Here is a Washington team that is undefeated, but they've been not great against the number. They've only covered one time over, you know, since the 23rd of September when they won by 27 points against Cal. They got the USC game. They won by 10, laying two and a half points on the road. But and yeah, they've been laying big numbers, 19 and a half, three. That was a push with Oregon. 28, they won by eight against Arizona State. 28 against Stanford, they won by nine. Against Utah last week, they laid nine. They won by seven. I think Oregon State's going to upset the apple cart here. I think Washington goes down. Oregon State, minus one. Take them to win the game. Take them laying a point at home. I'm taking the Beavers for 1.1 units. All right. So four official plays, three favorites, one dog. Carolina plus seven and a half. Georgia minus nine and a half. Oregon State minus one. Michigan minus 19. Now, if you want other plays, I can't. I want to bet Air Force. Okay, I really do. I think Air Force is going to beat UNLV, but I just, I'm not seeing this team correctly right now, so I can't make it official. And so I'm going to bet UNLV just because and I hope they, I want them to win. It's not an official play. It's just what I want. It's the biggest game in 30 years for the Rebels in, in college football. It's huge. On the road, plus three. If they run the ball well, they can win the game. I mean, Army showed what you can do. You turn over Air Force, run the ball on them. You can beat Air Force. They killed Air Force. Now, it wasn't at Air Force. It was in Denver, but... Huge game for UNLV. Barry Odom's done an incredible job. Their quarterback, their running game is just really, really fun. Maybe Air Force lays an egg again here. I'm taking the plus three with UNLV personally. Same thing with Iowa State up against Texas. Okay. This is the last time that Texas and Iowa State will ever play in a regular season game. That'll never happen. I've been way wrong with Iowa State this year. Way off. But this is something I kind of know. I think Iowa State's going to win the game outright. Shock some people, but I'm going to take the seven and a half points just just be safe. Okay, I think Iowa State plus seven and a half is a hundred percent live to come in. I think it's a decent play taking Iowa State plus seven and a half against Texas. If you want that, now hockey. I've been cold in hockey. Rangers have Jonathan Quick playing against Vanacek and the Devils. Minus 110 on both sides. I like the Rangers to win the game. Rangers are hot. 6-1-1 one one this year on the on the road. They've been great this season overall. 11-2-1, the record. Devils have been eh. They're the number one over team in hockey. But Jonathan Quick's been really good. Number six and a half. I lean towards the under in the game. But I think if the under comes in, the Rangers win. Rangers money line. I like that. And if you want to get involved with a total, I think Minnesota in Ottawa, that game early in the morning in Sweden, that game can go over or you can do a first period over parlay. If you want, that's plus 163. You can do Minnesota, Ottawa combined with Chicago and Nashville over one and a half goals in the first period. You can jump in on that if you'd like that 
is a plus 163 parlay if you would want to jump in. So those are just some extra plays. The college basketball board is complete crap. The NBA all played last night. There's nothing there in the NBA that I really like all that much. Going to stick with four official plays here for Saturday. Carolina plus seven and a half. Georgia minus nine and a half. Oregon State minus one and Michigan minus 19. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me on socials at Sports Talk Matt every morning. The Daily Juice podcast being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com.